All right, here we go. Another episode, Forge Father FM. Excited for this one. We got a success session with my man, David, who is absolutely crushing it in the program right now. And he is fresh off winning the summer games that we hold every summer inside the Forge Father. So he is our champion of this year's summer games. So even more excited to chat about your your success with that and your journey up to this point, man. So welcome on the show. How are we doing today, David? Very blessed. Very blessed. Very happy to be here. Absolutely. Very much brother. appreciate it, brother. Very Absolutely, much appreciate man. Good, good. So why don't you kind of do the honors and give us a little introduction? All right. So my name is David LeBlanc. I'm living in Massachusetts. Um, married to my wonderful my wife. Uh, Mary Elizabeth, I have two sons, Joshua and Joseph, both seven and four. Um, you know, I am the beneficiary of the uh, scholarship, the Father's Day scholarship, you know, and that's kind of what brought me in here. Um, there was a contest entry and, you know, there was a point in my life where I needed something. I needed a change, um, you know, and, and I figured I'd kind of take a shot at and see where it went, you know, and um, luckily enough, you know, I got I got a message back from you and we started talking and, and it started upon this this journey here now, yep. you know, um, you know, and then in that process, I guess I found out there was more going on than anything. You know, I found out what the holdbacks were. You know, we, and we kind of figured out, like, where to go from that. And then there were some commitments made. Um, and, then, and that's kind of the very beginning of, of that process there now, you know, to where, to where I'm at. Um, right on, man. Yeah. So, yeah, we just rounded out the summer games. So we just finished things up there. And um, you ended up being our uh, overall champion, which the coach had voted on. And then. Honestly, outright, you won outright point total-wise. And then participation-wise, you were there every single week, you know, showing up to the live sessions, you know, doing your check-ins and just really just doing the work week in and week out. So as a result, what, what have you accomplished over that time? And we literally just hit your four-month mark in the program. So yes, um, talk about your big wins that you've achieved up to this point. Absolutely. So what I figured out at the very beginning, so I think I had started the program and then the summer games had kicked off within the second week and right it there, like I wasn't sure um, that I was going to join. I didn't really understand like if I could at the first um, or like what it would do to add to it, you know, but I thought to myself, why not, um, you know, take the chance, challenge myself a little bit more. And what I found out in that process was like, I got into the, the Q and A's, like got into more of a relationship with the brotherhood, got into more of a relationship with the coaches. Uh, and I found that to be pretty much the catalyst. Like that's where I'm being fed. Um, and I really started to believe that fully committing to everything you were telling me I should you know, there were going to be those benefits. And, you know, 
at that very beginning stages, like I, I figured out, like I said, what those holdbacks were, mm-hmm. you know, I was, I was full of that, like lack of battle plan, that lack of structure, that lack of consistency. I was full of that, like depression, lack of, you know, leadership, like all of those things I was learning more about, you know, like that rise and conquer, like that framework was, was everything. Um, and now I'm adapting that to everything in my life. You know, I'm using your battle plan, like your structure and, and incorporating that to basically build on every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and getting into the Q and A's at night, like I found that to be like so much more engaging, you know, and then I found, you know, I was connecting more with, you know, the other guys in the brotherhood. You know, I felt more comfortable with myself to ask questions. I felt more comfortable to send videos to, you know, to Frankie, you know, the other coach and, and to basically like make sure I was doing the things I should be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found that to be just very important, like committing to that process. Cause I knew, you know, internally, like all that stress, all that like misery, like all that crap is still waiting for me if I want it. But I had no idea where I was going to be after four months of committing to the process, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what kind of kept me driving um, with it, you know, and in those, you know, in those victories, yes, there was weight loss, there was body composition, there was confidence, there was integrity. Um, you know, there, there was positive vibration. You know what I mean? There was, mm-hmm. there was that like, no give up kind of attitude within me. Like, Hey man, you know, and I was pushing through and then I was trying to focus on more positive things. You know, one of the big um, things I tried working on through my declarations was was mindfulness. And mm-hmm. it was constantly trying to reach a, a higher vibration, you know, and being more positive, positive outlook. Because I know when I'm doing good in life, work's better. My family's better. My wife's better. My kids are better. Like I'm better with myself. Right. You know, and, and I, la- you know, and I kind of push that negative talk down and try to keep going. So, you know, there was definitely strength gained. There was speed strength. There was, you know, and it was basically all around, um, all right. around good stuff that I was told if I committed to this process, I would get. And that's yeah. And that's the big thing is committing to the process and what I admire about you so much, David, is the fact that you, when you first started, you jumped all in. And that takes pushing through fear. That takes, you know, mustering up the courage to be more part of the brotherhood. Because me having been a part of groups myself and being a part of a, a mastermind group myself now experiencing this, you know, when you first join, it's kind of like when you first join anything, it's just like, don't know what to expect, you know, don't know a whole lot of people yet, but you got to be proactive about it. And so you, you take the action necessary and you, you do the things that you need to do, especially in the beginning, it really starts to steamroll things forward. Right. So it's, it's been awesome to see you come in and just put your head down and just work, 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 work. Hasn't been a, a perfect journey by any means, right? Nothing um, ever is. And it, it's, you know, <laughs> up and down, left, right, twist and turn. Uh, so talk about that a little bit. Like once we got going with this process, what were some of the big victories that you had 
in terms of things that you faced in life, any, if anything, like anything that threw you off, how did you get back on track? So I'm starting to learn like my stress triggers, you know, and usually Mm -hmm. stress is a big catalyst of like a, a setback. Right. Um, and learning how to handle them a little bit different. I think we had just did a talk and it was basically the other day you had mentioned about like how I'm handling good things and bad things. And if I'm not kind of dealing with them the same direction, then I got to take a look at that. And then you get into like those core beliefs and, you know, um, you know, what I found through it, you know, at the very beginning, like I was really trying to hold firm to not giving up not quitting in in between like because i was still having the mindset of like you're tired you need a day off like and it, and it was like that just that give up kind of mentality and mm-hmm. you know and i wanted to push through that and i worked through that you know because at first it was just like uh it would just beat on me constantly mm-hmm. you know that oh you're tired you can't push you know and then like you know, I started to work around that. I started to basically incorporate what, what we were always discussing. It was more like that positive vibrations, like don't give right. up, keep pushing. Yep. Like, okay, maybe I had to make adjustments, but I was doing something. And in those, you know, and in those off days or moments, you know, I was still making movement. I was like, either it was mm-hmm. a 250, you know, body weight, something, you know, doing something, getting 10,000 steps, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then incorporating that today, it's like, I could use that downtime and dick around on the phone or I can use that downtime, like grab my kids, do some pushups, you know, do some body weight squats and just right. kind of incorporate something more positive. Right. Um, you know, and then, you know, and then, um, you know, throughout the past months I've had, you know, it's just like relationships with my wife or relationships with, with family, because, you know, life can come at us pretty hard. And it really, like, if I didn't have mental clarity or mental strength to withstand those things, like I was no good to anybody. Right. You know, and building upon those foundations that you've kind of, you know, laid out, like I was able to show up and do those things. Right. I was able to be there. Um, you know, and, and basically like trying to stack those everyday victories and just right. kind of being there like that. Cause yep. that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to be there and I didn't want to be consumed with negativity and negative uh, self because yep. I wasn't being present with anything or yep. anybody. Yep. It's interesting. You bring up the word vibrations. And I know for people that might be watching this, they'll be like, what, what's he talking about? And it's like becoming aware of the energy level we're at, but more importantly, like the vibrational level that we're, we've got running that we're also giving off. Right. And so when you become aware of that, you can catch yourself in moments where you are feeling sorry for yourself. You're bullshitting yourself. You're telling yourself these, you know, stories about, Oh, you need a day off and you know, yada, 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 feeling sorry for yourself. And that lowers your vibration that lowers your energy and it puts you in a low level state. Right. And obviously that's not where we want to be because those are times when we start to react in life, you know, blow up on our kids or, go find ourselves in the cupboard and you know we're reaching for this snack to make ourselves feel better in the moment right but you mentioned big thing that you mentioned there is finding ways to elevate your state elevate your vibration so for you you talked about like daily 250 or when you find yourself in these down times 
you are actually looking for ways to make positivity out of that versus negativity. And you, something that you brought up is like being on your phone. Right. And so one of the things about social media in this day and age is how many times have you ever elevated your state (laughs) through scrolling on your phone? Not very often. Maybe you come by some sort of, you know, breakthrough quote or video that really inspires you. And maybe that elevates your state in the moment, but still you're not actively doing it. You're not actively moving and creating that energy in, in yourself. It's like, um, external, right? Yes. But you do it. You, you actually do the action, you know, get your kids involved. Now, not only are you elevating your own state, but now you're elevating their state. Right. And you're also leaving an impression. Right. And that's what helps make change over the long haul. Right. So I think that was like really special. I wanted to just bring that up because prior to where are you finding yourself doing those types of things? No, no, maybe, you know, maybe I had like those moments where whatever I would, but no, I found myself more often in them. And then I'd stay in it and I could stay in that for hours and then sometimes days, mm-hmm. you know, and then, like you said, and then like I'm short, I'm impatient and I'm turning around yelling at my kids and it's just like they're kids. Obviously mm-hmm. the problems with me, right. You know, we had a conversation <laughs> and it was about, it was during the high vibration, low vibration. And I talked about, I think like blowing up and mm-hmm. your simple response was like, well, go outside, do go do some burpees and then come back. And if you still feel like yelling at them, go ahead. But it was, it was a simple like click. It was just like a slap in the face of like reality. It was Mm -hmm. just, you're absolutely right. Like it's, it's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Obviously there's something wrong with me if I'm impatient losing it, you know, cause that's not the man I want to be. And Mm -hmm. that's not the man I'm trying to be. Right. Right. And we all actively know that. Right. But then again, it's like, having the skill set really to be aware of it in the moment where you stop it. Right. Right. And so that didn't happen overnight. It's something that you got to constantly be aware of and practice. And that's where all the other stuff comes in, like the rise and conquer routine. Um, I'm curious for you, David, like what is your personal AM routine look like? Like how do you start the day? He said it's, it's up. It's, it's, you know, basically telling everybody I'm up, cold shower, downstairs, immediately into my kind of quiet place. I get the coffee going, um, opening up the book, affirmations, prayers, and then kind of that structure. And then what I try to do is, you know, having coffee, having that quiet time, that personal time, and then basically hitting the basement and then starting the workout. That is, that is the ideal. It doesn't always go that way. It doesn't Mm -hmm. always go as planned. And I try to adapt and adjust. Like, you know, that was the summertime kids are back in school now. So it was like, all right, do it a little earlier. Or sometimes I kind of have to offset the time, but that is basically that foundation. And that's what I did not have. I had none Mm -hmm. of that. I wanted to do it. You know, I couldn't get there. I Mm -hmm. I didn't have the consistency. I didn't have the structure. I didn't have the discipline to kind of push forth and do that. Right. You know, um, and I didn't have the accountability Mm -hmm. that I feel like I do now. Right. Yeah. 
you know, because I want to do those things and I do them on the weekends and I try to do it, you know, every day. And, and I found that to be the most important like thing mm-hmm. to get going. Yeah. Something I want to bring up is, and this is almost like an aha, and there's definitely a correlation with the guys that come in and absolutely just dominate it in this program. They have the accountability, not only for myself, my coaches and the community, but they create that accountability by being on the offense, not on the defense and just like sitting back and kind of like observing, but like really observing and then implementing. Like I already mentioned, like when you started being active in the group, being active on the lives, being active, obviously putting in the work you create that accountability yourself because you step up and you, you actively become a leader. Mm. That's the important thing is anybody can have the information. And I know I have this conversation oftentimes in the group. It's like, you have all the resources, right? All the information is out there. Even outside of the Ford's father, right? Like you can go to YouTube and, Google and search all this stuff, have all the diet and the workout information that you could ever want. But the real key to it is implementation, right? Is follow through and actually doing that. But when you put yourself into, I guess, a, an environment like we have and make the decision to step up and be a leader, it like holds you that much more accountable. Like you got to create that. I can't create that for you. You create that. So that's special. Because now you, you're putting yourself into a position where now you have the ability to impact more. And I feel like that's truly what we're here to do on this earth is impact. Create impact in the, in the world. Create change, positive change. Yes. Be, the, be the change that you want to see in others, right? So I think that's really special. Now, the other thing that I wanted to bring up, because I know we had a conversation about this earlier last week you finally had kind of like your, your off week or your, a down week we yes. could say. Right. So how did, how did, how did you, how did you deal with that? Or I guess talk about that a little bit. Um, so when I originally started, I was preparing for this. It was, you know, so I do uh, men's weekends where I'm part of the team and it's kind of, you know, built around that. Um, so I knew that was coming up. And then my wife's grandmother had passed. And so we had a big family thing. It was a pallbearer. So like there was time being consumed, family time. And then this Mm -hmm. time. So, and then instead of, you know, just, just sitting back and overeating and kind of just taking it all off. What I did was I made sure I got up early. I got in a daily 250. It was body weight, but I stayed focused on that. I wasn't snacking during the day. I had my protein you know, I brought my shaker. So I was trying to upkeep with everything, um, you know, and then constantly just kind of working. I was checking out on the app, you know, I was still trying to do everything I, I was, I wanted to do, you know, mm-hmm. to stay accountable with, with the crew. Right. Um, and then I think the difficult time was just, you know, transitioning back in, you know, cause it's, it's a daily reprieve that we have. You know what I mean? And every day is, is another day and, you know, for those victories. And, and then that was it. It was like, okay, right. this time was my, my downtime. I enjoyed it. And that's what I worked hard towards. Now I got to rebuild it because there's another part of this journey 
that yeah. I'm going in on. Right. Um, you know, and, and then that's been everything. And, and the one thing I love about what we do is it's a constant challenge. Right. You know, I'm constantly being asked and challenged yeah. to, to do more and to grow more and to learn more about myself. You know, that's what I'm finding to be the big difference, you know, because it's like, yeah, anybody can just, you know, eat right, lose weight, work out, lose weight, do this and that. But in here, we create a change. Mm -hmm. You know, we create a challenge to be an uncommon man and we create change within that person to, to basically do those things to be better. And that's what I found, like, the most inspiring, because that's like not something I'm going to do on my own. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, Um so it's like having that off week and, and knowing that it was like, that was my time. But then today's another day that I need to refocus, right. re, you know, get right back into it and stack those small wins. You had talked yeah. about the joy is in the journey and it's these small wins and it's the daily wins. Like yesterday's over tomorrow. doesn't, you know, isn't here yet, but yeah. what can I do today to be yeah. the better man? Love it. Yep. So many uh, good things taken from this. There's a couple things I want to hit on here before I transition and, and talk about, you know, we've reached one peak. Now we're at the trailhead of another peak, right? Or trailhead of another mountain. And we got this next peak to climb. Right. But going back, I think something that I wanted to pull out of that is it's, you know, not necessarily about all the victories that you've had up to that point. Cause anybody can do well when things are well, but it's, really who are you when things don't go so well, when life isn't being so giving, right? Or uh, life isn't agreeing with you in particular, right? So it's like, how do you show up and deal with that? And I like how you put that as, so we got like our, our non-negotiables, right? Mm. We got our ideal levels where, yeah, if you have the time and it works, get your full workout in, Right. However, if that doesn't happen, there's all these backup plans and then there's like the bare bones minimum that we can do daily 250 or the forge 50. If, if you need to cut it down even shorter, at least that keeps the needle moving forward. And so not that we want to show up and check off the boxes and just get the bare minimum done every single day. That's not going to get you to where you want to go. However, when time calls, if that's the least we can do for the day to keep things moving in the right direction, that's what we'll do. So I think that's very, very important. And that's not taking a loss. It's you're, you're getting what you can done so you can come back the next day and, you know, stack up bigger wins. Right. So I think that's big to take away from that. But moving into the other part that I was hinting towards is I know we talked about this the other day and I'm curious for you in regards to what is that next peak? Cause right now, and this is what we oftentimes find and discover through the initial process inside forge fathers. Now we've changed a lot of our behaviors. We've changed right. and upgraded a lot of our routines and we're well more aware of like what's going on with our inner self talk and our mindset. And we're getting these, foundational things in check now we can really start to build on top of that and this is where ascension really starts to happen so for you what does that next peak look like i'm just curious anything anything major that you got set out for yourself no i, I think we had discussed i didn't have anything kind of like major set or any like mm -hmm. competitions that i was gearing towards i didn't i didn't take that off the table or anything but there was nothing i had 
kind of looking forward towards. Um, a lot of it was was still just building upon, you know, everything that we have done was, mm-hmm. you know, lean out a little bit more, continue to build the muscle and then continue to work on that mental clarity, building constant like in better behaviors, you know, um, and continue to create that positive, you know, vibration within me, the family. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was kind of like where I was at. I think I think I'm still due to to sit down and take a look at that, like where I want to be, mm-hmm. you know, in in a year from now type of type of deal. Um, but a lot of it, like, I think a lot of it was just continuing to build on uh, and, and basically fine tune it a lot more. Right. You know, there's a lot of mobility stuff and then there's a lot of moves, a lot more moves that I haven't done. I've been dealing with like tendonitis and that was another thing, you know, being able to talk to Jeremy, being able to talk to Frank and, and basically in you and just kind of incorporate things or the workarounds, you know, mm-hmm. so there was always some sort of benefit or win that I was basically going towards. Right. Um, you know, so I'd love to be able to dial in on a lot of those things and get better, get faster. Right. You know, there's, there's still movements that I kind of drag through or, you know, everything's timed and, and I'm still taking my time with a lot of these things. But I would love to get quicker mm-hmm. um, with everything and get, you know, get that mobility in check a little bit uh, as well. So there's right. there's lots of room from improvement. Yep. <laughs> and, Always. and I'm hoping that Always. that would be, you know, that would be kind of like the focus and things I work towards. Right. Yep. You know, getting better, yep. sharper, faster, leaner. Yep. Yep, there's always room for improvement, and we should always be looking to improve. I think that's a big point that you bring out there is, you know, when I say next peak, that doesn't mean that you have to go sign up for, like, an ultra race or, you know, something insane, crazy. You don't have to do that to continue to ascend. Like, if it's just – because we all get to this point where we know what it is that we need to do. We have these routines in check, and – then we start looking to, you know, drastically change things. Well, that doesn't need to be done. And I've talked about this a number of times and it's like, you get to a certain point where it's just, it's the boring work, Mm -hmm. right? It's just the boring work. You just got to repeat it. What works, works, continue to hone in and fine tune that. And what's not boring about that is the results that it continually creates in the future. Right. Just 1% better, 1% better, 1% better. Everybody's after that home run all the time, right? And so the home runs are going to come here and there, but it's going to be on the back of the small, tiny little singles and doubles that we're hitting day in and day out, right? So Absolutely. But, uh, man, it's been a journey, and I'm excited for everything that's to come in the future, man. Uh, Any other big ahas or takeaways that you wanted to share that uh, you've gotten? I think the biggest is, you know, joining the group and being part of the foundation and creating that structure and discipline. You know, when I had gotten married, um, you know, years ago, I committed to lead, you Mm -hmm. know, and then through that, you know, I had we had two sons and, you know, and I felt that there was a lack of leadership in in my life and within me, you know, and basically like I lost that hunger, you know. And I found it. I've gotten it back. Right. You know, and and that's what I'm trying to constantly go towards. You know, like I committed to, you know, I hit the 250, 
you know, and that was a goal during the summer games, you know, mm-hmm. I was able to achieve that. I was able to stack, you know, certain things, but like, you know, my relationship with my wife is better. My relationship with my kids is, is stronger and better, you know, and I'm very, mm-hmm. and I'm very kind of, you know, we're four months into, into the program and I want more, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Cause I want to be more, yep. you know, and then basically incorporating everything that I'm being taught, like through the, the Q and A's like through these, you know, three, through these sessions and, and through everything that's kind of going on, like it's creating a better version of myself, right. you know, and mm-hmm. we're all benefiting. My wife is benefit. My kids right. are benefit. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I, something that you said there, what I took away from that. And I think any married man out there really needs to pay attention to this and become aware of it is the fact that, yeah, after you get married, uh, sure, you don't have to take your wife on any more dates and you're not required to do that anymore because you've won, right? However, you get too complacent, you get too comfortable, like you put it, David, is you stop being that leader. That leader drifts away, he, he becomes no more, and then what's the household left with? What are the right. What are the kids left with? And that's not what they deserve. Right. So I think that's huge, man. And, you know, complacency is the enemy. And so I think that's another reason why we need to continue to, you know, look forward and look at, you know, look for ways that we can challenge ourselves. And again, that doesn't mean that you have to go do some crazy ass event or, (laughs) you know, whatever. It's just, Hey, here's a new day. I'm not taking today off. I'm not going to, you know, get too comfortable here. Let's seek out and strategically suffer. Right. I love strategically it. suffer. So, cause that's going to keep you out of that comfort zone. And it's like, I, uh, one of my favorite quotes is like, stay ready. So you never have to get ready. You get to that point. Right. So, but yeah, man, like I said, David, uh, very excited about what's to come. And, uh, now you have a little bit of extra pressure to, come back and uh defend your summer games title next year i love it Uh, i love it (laughs) right on brother right on so we have yet to have a back-to-back champion so you could be the first right so awesome but uh yeah man thanks so much for taking the time and uh being a guest on this podcast you certainly have uh earned every bit of the results that you've gotten and uh keep keep being a leader from the front